Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
and that doesn't feel old to me. Like yeah. it just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't feel that old actually. It just feels like a normal. No, it like doesn't. That's, um, yeah. That's what we're going with. That's what we're. That's what we're on with. Yeah. But anyway, so Amy. Happy birthday for today because we are going to air this on your birthday, which is I think really exciting. Yes, and as a special birthday treat, we've got a really lovely podcast. <gasps> oh, we Because we were going to do, I was going to get me mum on, but obviously due to the whole corona situation, we can't. I want to do it, I've got to do it in person with her. Yeah, because that would be hilarious. We can't do it on get... Zoom. <laughs> but just no. We'd fall, so we'd we'll fall out. We'd all fall out. <laughs> Hopefully Mother's Day, we can get yes. that done for Mother's Day. We'll do but, our um, mums. We'll try to get both of them on. That would be hilarious. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um... But yeah, so we thought, I thought I'd choose because we've got a few in the bank and yeah. I enjoyed this podcast. This woman is so hilarious oh my and so God. lovely She's and I just thought, wicked, I would like this on my birthday because it would just make everyone smile. But, I, but the, the, the reason why she's, I think, quite, quite a funny character, down-to-earth character, she's been through, you know, she's seen many stories and she's quite, she's able to take a stand back for a bit. But she's got a lovely way of explaining things, and her yes. humour is just so so. Her timing is perfect, and throughout yeah. the whole conversation, like I kept trying to have to think, oh God, this is her profession, like. But she's yeah. just a funny person, anyway, isn't she? She's just yeah, a lovely, warm-hearted individual. But we knew yes. that she she would be amazing. So yeah, I think this is a good choice for for your birthday, definitely. Yes, thanks. So here's the lovely Caroline. Caroline! <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy. Work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss my kids are just like can I have a snack that's all yeah. you hear in the background every time 
Did you know your dinner? No. Yeah, no. Do you think you deserve one? No. We'll move away but I'll give you one. <laughs> but I'll give you one anyway, because I want a peaceful life. <laughs> what have your what have your kids got, Amy? I bet they've got an apple and an orange and a banana. We just oh, had wow. porridge. So just that they haven't asked for anything what, else. Well, what I've kind of porridge? It was oats. With yeah, just oats with cinnamon and I had me and Lola had banana and Gina had grapes because she doesn't like banana. Oh, they don't. We Great normally eat prunes, porridge. but I haven't got any oh. prunes. Old school. She likes prunes. Yes, we like prunes in she porridge. Your daughter is so weird. Hello. <laughs> the daughter is so weird. <laughs> what seven-year-old kid just turned seven? I might add likes prunes. Prunes are nice. Well, uh, my kids, I don't think they will eat prunes, but um, Phoebe likes Weetabix. Oh, yeah, it just like, loves Weetabix. Ruby, um, she's not too keen on cereal. Like, we've spoilt them, I'm not going to lie. They eat, like, pancakes. And then we wonder yeah. why Ruby's putting on weight. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I think we're going oh, to have to... I love a pancake, re- <laughs> Yeah, but smother with, like, Nutella. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be done. They're only kids once. Oh, no. Oh, I never had that. It was cereal. No, I never had that. Cereal every day. And yeah. then, like, back in the day yeah. before we had a microwave, because I can remember that time, it was we had a little milk pot. You had to boil the milk on the fire. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I haven't got yeah. a microwave. Well, we, we, I do it all on. I don't yeah. do microwaves. Well, mm, mm, I, I haven't got really, the room for yeah. one in my kitchen. Mommy, yeah, you got you. Oh. What? Oh, there's always a kid that comes in. It's usually, it's usually Amy's kids. Yeah, my, my <laughs> right, kid Amy, busy. strike one, strike one. Yeah. Penalise my, Mine is busy eating his treat tray at 10 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. And he's on, on YouTube and, it, and, and it's Nintendo. I mean, I've got, I'm breeding a gamer, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah, but he could earn how much money by letting people watch yes. him. There is yes, a career in that. There is. I'm going to definitely pimp him out. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Welcome to the Mum and Mama podcast where we (laughs) talk about uh, selling our kids. Well, not setting no one to pay for mine. Stinky. I'm trying to think what mine would do. It's hard, is it, when you start thinking about that anybody would be. Just take snacks, moan, cry. I said to uh, Lola, we could, she could go to people's houses and put them off having kids. Like when you've got friends that are thinking about having children, you could like load yeah. the kids out for like a week to go and live with them, and then be like, oh yeah, yeah actually, I no, know. I'm not ready yet. She could be contraception. Yes, yes. the new contraception. Yes. That's yes. a really good idea. Thinking about having a child, don't do it. Have this one. Yeah, for weeks. So yeah. Get on. But yeah. I reckon you'd want it if you had Lola. Lola's a good kid. You want one that wakes up at like five o'clock in the morning and don't go no. to sleep until twelve o'clock at night. Yeah. No, I, d- I don't do want. that. Ignore, no, ignore. Don't, don't entertain it. Don't nothing. <laughs> so says the midwife. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, no, I'm being serious. Ruby got up at like some. I don't know what time it was to go to the toilet. She was taking too long. So I went in and I was like, what are you doing? And she's all like leisurely washing her hands and drying her. I'm like, it's three o'clock in the morning, love. Then she tried to start walking. I was like, no, no, we don't do that. And I just turned her right back in the dark, back into her room. No, I'm not doing that. (laughs) So can you you tell our listeners then, 
because mm-hmm. uh, Amy's clearly forgotten to introduce you properly. <laughs> okay. So sorry. I'll do it. I've been enjoying myself too. So much. can you tell us then what you um, what you do for a living? Because uh, we've wanted to have you on on our podcast for quite a while. Yes. And we have talked about you quite a few times actually. We have. You probably didn't know that. We've name dropped <laughs> you a really. lot of the time. So. <laughs> Tell us what what you do, because it's very interesting and we love you. Okay, right. So I am Caroline Goodlit, married to Mr. Roscar. Whoa! (laughs) Roscar, Roscar, Roscar. You know, you have to say it three times. Yes, it doesn't feel right, does it? Yeah. (laughs) No. Um, And I'm a midwife, and I have been a midwife since 2010, um, and I was a nurse prior to that. So I started my nursing in 2004. (gasps) Wow. Yes. So I've been did in Did you NHS. always want to be? Did you always want to be a nurse? No. <laughs> no. What did you want to Sorry. be? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of just kind of fell into my lap. No. Um, I, well, growing up, I've been the oldest grandchild on my mum's side of the family. And I kind of helped raise all my cousins that came after me. Um, and I had this kind of feeling that I wanted to care for children and babies really that's how it kind of started so um after secondary school i went to college and did um, nursery nursing so that's where you kind of work in nurseries and schools and i thought oh i like this um and then after i finished the course after in the summer um i was kind of thinking how could i you know build on this i i did um an age, I joined an agency and kind of just filled in nurseries kind of around the area and, and stuff like that. Um, and then thought, oh, maybe I could care for children that are sick. And that's when oh. I started, I went into the nursing group. Um, when I started nursing, you didn't have to choose which area you wanted to join right at the beginning of the course. Yeah. So like the first year, you did a bit of everything, if that made sense. Yeah. And then by the second yeah. year, you then decided whether you wanted to do adult nursing, children nursing, mental health, yeah. um, and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. One of my placements was on a, a gynecology ward. And I was like, oh, I love this. You know what I mean? Oh, um, oh yeah. really? <laughs> well, yeah, it was nice. Because, yeah. like, I was doing nursing. What, looking at fannies all day? Well, it's the power. Kind of... It's our power. <laughs> Listen, fannies are amazing. They are. Yeah, they yes. are. They don't, don't want to look that great, them. but they're amazing. No, I don't want to look at them all day, though. I don't want to look at mine all day, either. <laughs> No, no, but the amount that I've seen, <laughs> the amount that I've seen and in the different conditions I've seen yeah. them, I've realised there is no normal. Yes. I'm g- like, I'm going to put it out there. They come in all different shapes and sizes, you know, yeah. hair, no hair, long bits, in bits, out bits. It's just... Big bits. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you liked gynecology, but it still mm-hmm. wasn't... Something yeah, so, you wanted yeah, to stick to. Um, when I started, um, when I did my uh, placement on the gynecology ward, I thought, oh, I really like this. It was early pregnancy. So you had yeah. ladies that had, um, you know, high premises. I don't know if you've heard of that, where they vomit so much in early oh, pregnancy, okay, they have to yeah. be admitted. Yeah. So we had um, ladies like that, but we also had ladies that were having uh, surgery for different cancers. So of the cervix or ovaries yeah. or the uterus. Um, another procedure called myomectomies, where if you've got fibroids in the uterus, they cut and take those out. Right. Um, I've had that. Yeah. Oh, have you? Oh, yeah, you have. And polyps. Yeah, but I had to have my polyps done and uh, local. Oh, oh, oh. I said to Amy, it's probably the worst pain I've ever felt in my entire life. Wow. It was grim. Yeah, like, I can imagine. Grim. I can imagine. And like, 
There's another one uh, called a Bartholin cyst. It's yeah. like in the, the labia, you can get like a boil or like in Ooh. there. And yeah. And so you'll get these poor ladies walking down the corridor like they've been riding a horse. Oh, God. It, it was really, and I felt so bad for them. Oh, and like, my God. They would have to be brought to theatre and literally they would have to cut, drain it. And then they pack it with like this little dressing. And then we would then have to kind of like a day later or later on have to then pull it out. That, yeah. Fucking hell. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, I'm I going deep. Nobody, I, I, I like to be I honest. I hope nobody's eating their breakfast at this point. I love all this, so this nothing, is Nothing puts me oh, on love still this. eating drink. <laughs> We've yeah, got, I've it... got two friends, Claire and Mary, who love all the, like, the popping shows. The pe- oh, oh, yeah, Pimple really Poppers. Oh, yeah. But they're no. quite satisfying once you get it all out, you know? Yeah, I bet. I like, I like yeah. people, but only on people that I love and know. I couldn't do it on a stranger. Yeah. But me and my cousin, no. I used to live with my cousin, and we used to squeeze each other's blackheads all the time. Love it. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. But have you always boy, not been shippers. squeamish then? Like, from a kid, have you always been quite um, all right with stuff? I, don't, I didn't really trial myself when I was younger. I didn't like go, oh my God, that's horrible. The yeah. only thing I really don't like is vomit. Okay. Yeah. Like someone physically being yeah. sick. Yeah. yeah. I've had a few ladies in the past where um, <laughs> they are like going for it like and I'm like behind them like, <laughs> like, you know, and I'm just trying to hold it back because I'm like, I'm not here for me. It's not about me. Yeah. It's about you. And hold like, you together, know, you have those together. Those paper mache bowls oh, that yeah. get to be sick it. I just grab that, don't even look in, get rid of it, you know. <laughs> yeah. You've got to do it because, like, yeah, that's the one thing I don't, I'm not keen on vomit and phlegm and all that. Ugh, yeah, no, I don't like no. phlegm. I'm all right with sick, I don't like phlegm. Phlegm, I'm not all right with. No, no. It's but I could smell, do anything I else. Like. Poo, wee, yeah. blood, I could do that. I'm yeah. all right with that. Oh, wow, you are a strong lady. <laughs> So after all Jeez, the Louise. fannies, yeah, where did you go then? So um, I then I then qualified and decided to stay and work on a gynaecology ward. So I was working there. I was doing really well. Um, the only issue that I had is that because I looked so young, the women would look at me and be like, "Are you old enough to look after me?" Yeah. <gasps> yes, I would get that a lot. You do look and very I'm like, young. Do you, do you want look young. painkillers? Well, you be nice to me, and I'll give you painkillers. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If you don't, no, I'll like fuck that. you right up. <laughs> do you want me yeah. to remove your bedpan? Well, be nice. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, no, I was, I was alright. <laughs> Have you got a catheter in? Great. Oh, yeah. Catheters are. I had one lady that managed to pull it out with the balloon still inflated. What? How did you do that? I don't know. Oh my! I don't know what God. I don't know what happened there. I was just like, you know, when you just I look at you're thinking, why is that on the floor? Like it should <gasps> be inside you. <laughs> oh my! I think we'll just get you on just to talk about all the procedures. I find this fascinating. Oh it's fucking amazing. God. How did you pull it? How would you pull I it out? Because basically, it's a thin, like a plastic tube, yeah. and you put water, Goes in like your... you inflate it, and then this balloon kind of pops up. So it's like an anchor to hold it in. I don't know how she did that, and like she's looking at me like she doesn't know what happened. I must Was she like not a cane. She must have been. I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't know. High what... on morphine. You <laughs> gave her that trigger, didn't you? High on fucking morphine. <laughs> she probably didn't even know fairies. who I was. I was like some kind of little fairy no. talking to. Yeah. <laughs> That shit is evil. That shit is fucking evil, that is. Oh, it's but like, too, it's, 
if you need too it, much. you yeah. need it, you know, so I don't mind. <laughs> I can it. remember ha- I can remember having it and uh, at that stage it was like the first time I'd have the trigger thing and I was like great I can use it whenever and they say mm-hmm. what is it every 20 minutes or 20 something? minutes yeah so you can't That's overdose it. yourself so no. yeah <laughs> but I remember that night just going oh, I'm gonna be sick I'm gonna be sick and then all this green stuff oh. came out and I was like what is that and they were like because you've, you've had too much yeah. morphine yeah yeah and I was make you sick Oh, oh, it was horrible. I had, so then I don't have it now. When Not I had uh, Lola, I had pethidine. That made me feel really sick. It's the opiate, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Make you really when nauseous. we give that, we normally give it with an anti-sickness because it can do that. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we try and we kind of like jab, jab, you know. Get but at least I could jab, never be jab. a heroin addict, <laughs> which I think was quite good. No. I don't think I could be. No. I don't like needles anyway. Oh, oh don't no. you? No. I don't like veins and I don't like needles. Ooh. Ooh. No. Wayne hates, like, he'll sit there in the front room and just, like, mind his own business. And I go up to him and I'll be like, ooh, and I prod, I go, ooh, you got a good one there, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> He's no. like, get No. Because I've, I've had my lymph nodes out, I could only have one arm. Mm-hmm. And it's like the arm that's obviously had, like, everything. And so they, I've, I've got really collapsed veins and chemo and it's just like every time I go somewhere new and they go right come on then let's take blood and I go have you got a butterfly needle have you got a butterfly needle or one of those things that they put on you to pump it up but it makes me feel sick like every single time I get queasy Mm. I want to keel over and I don't know how people actually like those people that train to take blood Phlebotomy people. They're wicked bloodsuckers. <laughs> yes. I've got a colleague, her name's Mary. She's amazing. She can get blood out of stone. She's amazing. Oh, really? Yeah. I might go to Mary. Yes. She's so good. She uses the thinnest needle that she could find, but she always catches a vein. Like, if we have any problems bleeding women, yeah. Mary, Mary can get it. Mary, come yeah. on, love. Get it I out. Liked, I like to use a butterfly because... Um, there's not so much tension where the needle actually goes in your arm because it's a bit of a uh, like a tube. Yeah. So if I anchor it there, then I'm not when I'm putting the bottle on, I'm not moving the area where the yeah. needle's in, so it doesn't irritate too much. Sorry about. Did yeah. you have to learn all that when you did your like in the in the first? Like how what what kind of qualifications do you need to be a midwife or a nurse? So they keep changing what like your um, basic grades to get in. When I um, trained to be a nurse, it was a a diploma of higher education. So I went straight from um, college to do my nursing. Yeah. Now I think they, I think for midwifery, I'm not sure if they've changed it, if you need a degree to go into midwifery now. They they keep changing things around. But um, when I done it, I felt that was the easiest way to get in because I didn't have a degree at the time. So I went in, I did a three year course um, I, and because it was um, the the um, the diploma, um, you could after you've qualified, you then could work up and do a degree later on, if that made sense. Yeah. And yeah. I kind of like wasn't sure if I wanted to stay in nursing or not. So I thought I'm not going to do the degree in nursing because I don't know if I'm going to stay here. Yeah. Um. So I ended up working for I think it was about four years, five years, and then I went to do my midwifery and did a degree in my midwifery. Um, but because I was a nurse before, I only had to do 18 months <gasps> and oh, not a wow. whole three years. But then I had more work to do in a shorter period of time. Yeah. yeah. 
So oh, the wow. basic things, like in nursing, you learn how to take blood, you learn how yeah. to do like observations, um, like with drugs, oh my God, you have to do like a drugs calculation test to make sure that you're giving, you're not overdosing anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and you can, you can work out the calculation, so if anybody needed fluids, how much you give per hour and yeah. all of that kind of stuff, So which I've completely forgotten oh, wow. about now. But yeah, you have to learn a lot of things. But once you do the job, you kind of learn how that ward works because yeah. all the wards are a bit different and you know if you have the same type of clients on that ward you kind of know roughly what medication is used regularly and you kind of yeah. get to know it so it wasn't it was it was still okay so where are you where are you now because you're not just a midwife are you you're like you're like head honcho you're like senior over there i know we've heard all about you oh gosh um so i i used to be at king's college um which is in camberwell um and then um i was there for seven years as a home birth midwife so oh, i was like lovely and I thought to myself, I had to practice what I preach. So yeah. I ended up having my kids at home because yes. you can't be oh, like, yeah, you? I'm a home birth no. but I'm going into hospital. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, you know what, I'm going to be very open-minded. I will just go with the flow, see what happens. We're not far from a hospital if I need to go in. Yeah. And it worked out really well, you know. Did, did Wayne time. did Wayne help you with your second? It's your second yes. daughter, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> I, don't, I think I painted a, a picture to Wayne that maybe wasn't quite realistic. <laughs> I don't I don't know what he was thinking. So like um, I remember the first with the with Phoebe our first. He I think he had a gig somewhere, and I didn't tell him that I was labouring because I was scared he would try and rush back and have an accident. So oh, wow. he kind of came back home at like, I don't know, it was like three in the morning and he saw me like rolling around or something. So I was just like, you know, it's going to be forever. So go and have a sleep. And re and you know, he didn't even blink. He was like, okay then. And he just rolled over and he was gone. <laughs> so I was just like downstairs on my ball and just like, you know, just on my own, like, you know, in the dark. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. Um, and then and the in the morning, my I called my friend um, from work and said that my waters had broken and I was contracting and she came round and I remember Wayne had got up and he went to Sainsbury's and he got some things and he made sandwiches and do you know what I mean? Like he was just like making tea and um, yeah and she was kind of like you know, examining me and then she wanted to watch Elf on TV. You know that the film Elf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I told her because obviously Phoebe was born in February, so Christmas had just gone. Yeah. So I was telling yeah. her that, that film was really funny. Obviously, I told her this outside of labour, and she decided yeah. to put it on and watch it while I was in labour. Oh so she's sitting God. there like, oh, this is so funny, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like not really paying any attention to what she was saying. Yeah, but, you know, I wasn't in the part where she had to physically do anything. It was just, you know, that bit where you're trying to get up to your, your 10 centimetres. So she's, she's like, like hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Yeah. There's a funny bit There's a funny on. bit, yeah. Especially that part where, you know, um, they, they announce that Santa's coming. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah, Santa's yeah. coming, I know him! <laughs> I love that, that's my favourite part. Yeah, and like, so. and she then tried Ruby to tell me that, out. and I was just like, mm, yeah. go away. Like, I can't talk to you right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and we had a pool oh. up in our kitchen... Uh, to use it and Wayne got this like lifeguard t-shirt and I'm like what is oh that? my god yeah that's what I'm saying I don't know that's what picture my favorite I was portraying story. to him oh yeah, my god I reckon did he shout Rosca 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 when Ruby came out <laughs> <laughs> I've 
No, I think like he did go a bit quiet. You know, he wasn't his you know jovial self at that point. I yeah. think I don't know. He was just probably taking it all in because I think with Phoebe he didn't get to deliver her, and I think he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like it, it wasn't my plan to corner him in one place. You know, <laughs> he thinks I did it on purpose, and it wasn't like. It was my first and like, you know, we were, <laughs> I hadn't weed for a while. I know they want you to weed regularly during labor. So um, they said like, let's go to the toilet. My toilet's upstairs. So I had to go up the stairs oh, to go to it and I couldn't wee. And then they were like, oh, maybe we should just check and make sure that, you know, if the baby's quite close or if we have to put like a little catheter in to drain your bladder. Cause sometimes your bladder's too full. Yeah. The head doesn't come down. And so it can cause, you know, um, an obstruction. So uh, she kind of like parted the labia and looked and was like, oh, the head is there. That's why you can't wee. The head is right there. So then she's like, do you want to go back downstairs? I was like, I can't go back downstairs. I've came all this way. I can't yeah, go back downstairs. I can't do that. So yeah. So I kind of sat on the toilet to give myself gravity. Yeah. Yeah. And momentum, you know. Before yeah. I was a midwife, I, I used to kind of tell ladies what other ladies had told me labor was like. Yeah. So you hear this whole, oh, it's like you're constipated and all that. And I was just like, yeah. oh, hell no. If you have got pain like that to get poo out, there's something wrong with you. You need to go and get help because that is that labor pain, pushing out a baby is not constipation. I, I had to come out after that and I was like, it's like pushing concrete out your bum hole. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That is it. And they're all like, you know, these like hypnobirthing things are, you know, they're great to kind of get your mind in the right place. Yes, when you yeah. get these first time mums telling me, I'm oh going to breathe my, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to breathe it out. Try, try and do that. I will allow you to do that because I'm respecting your wishes and I will let but you. Fuck it out. But no. Yeah, do that. But I'm like, okay, we've done this for half an hour. There's no change here. So um, I think we need to try another approach. <laughs> You need to just get some welly Fucking and push, push down. Yes. <laughs> Go for it, my friend. When Go. I was having Lola, I just remember, I mean, my labour went on for like over 60 hours from when it first started to when this giant head child that's just come into my bedroom <laughs> come out. I honestly felt like I had a bowling ball trying to come out yes. of my bum. Yes. That, that, oh, that yes. It just felt so heavy and so Big. and I was like Big. it's just not yes. going to happen oh I had a cesarean so I was I was a lot easier on my heart didn't have to push anything <laughs> but it, the I head definitely down never the... felt constipated like that either that's <laughs> <laughs> just odd no it's it's amazing because you have more feeling in your bum than in your front yeah. vagina area so oh, okay. you know I say to people if you when you're pushing push towards your bum not your vagina yeah, it yeah. doesn't work going yeah. to the front so you have to push to the back and like if you poo then it's fine for us that means you're pushing in the right place so yeah. i don't right. like, oh my god oh my god <laughs> i don't care it's fine you're pushing in the right place i can see this i'll just clear that away yeah get it gone literally clear the shit away gone <laughs> oh you i i would have i would want you i think to like deliver my kid you would be <laughs> hilarious I, I, just I will do laughing. I will do whatever it takes to help get that baby out. Like I've been found to like be dancing and calypso trying to get these babies out with their with the women. Like, you know, we have to, we have to, you know, rock those hips, you know, pretend you're skiing yeah. and all of that. You know, anything. Bouncing on balls. Yes. Yes. <laughs> keep you mobile, keep you upright. Keep you mobile. Yes. So you had both at home. Mm-hmm. Both girls at home, no problems, no issues, happy days. Except the second Number one was just massive. 
How much did she pay? You gonna so have a number Phoebe three? was seven pound eleven. Yep. And Ruby was nine pound two. Whoa! Holy I, I was nine four. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. You? Yeah, and my mum's small, smaller than I am. Really? But you're tiny. You're like a good pony. I was pocket. really long. Ironically, oh. I, st I stopped growing very soon after I was born. But when you were four months old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my That's God, That's a big Amy. jump up because Lola was eight four and Juno was eight eleven. Okay, oh but that's God. quite a big kind of... seven to nine. That's a big jump, mm. isn't it? That I is. Could I felt the difference. I could feel it. Did you? I could tell. Yeah, I felt your... so much heavier. How were your pregnancies? Were you all right or were you ill? No, I worked right till my last day of work. Wow. I was still delivering babies at home. Wow. Yeah. So with Phoebe, um, I think I my last day was like 37 weeks, I think. I went right really to the end. And I remember my last shift, I had a home birth. And this lady lived on the second floor with no lift. Oh, my God. And so I had to go <laughs> to up get the stairs. Up pregnant. With, preg oh with my own God. pregnant bump and like carry up um, gas and air. And then the bags and stuff, but I did it in bits, so yeah. I didn't do it all in one go. And I just remember what, going, you didn't have anybody to help you. So the second person was gonna was coming, but obviously I got there first. So I thought, oh, let me just bring up what I can just in yeah. case she could just run up. Um, and literally, this lady lived in a flat, and she did really well. And she had her baby at home, and it was right at the end. She oh was like breastfeeding. She was in her bed. We got her a cup of tea, and I kind of sat back in a chair. And she was like, "Oh my god, you're pregnant too!" And I'm thinking, "I've been here six hours, and you have not noticed that I have a bump just like you." I'm gonna give birth tomorrow. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I could. <laughs> so are you considering number nice. three? No. 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 Oh shit. Oh, oh god, shit. No. no. Number three. No. Don't, don't even speak that into existence. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Wayne. I'll take it all back. Does he want another back. one? Um, he he's basically said to me he's happy with two. So before we had um, Ruby, we were like two. We just want two, and that's it. Regardless of what sex she is, he or she is, yeah. Yeah. we were just gonna have two. Um, so now we've got two girls. Everyone's like, oh, do you want to go for your boy? And I'm like, it's not like you go to the shop and just pick a boy off. No, show. do you know what I mean? Like, you'd have you'd have another girl, yeah. wouldn't you? And so I slow. hate hair. I can't stand hair. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Like even now, today, after I finish talking to you, I've got to wash hair. Oh. I know, I know. Oh, so my my son is is mixed heritage, so I have to do his hair, and I've had to learn to plait his hair, yes. wash his hair, brush his hair. It's like it's not like like European hair where you just shove it in, shove it out, and leave it. I mean, I wouldn't, there's I wouldn't a mm. there's a there's a whole host of things you have to do. And Marvin's mum is from Saint Lucia, and she's like. She's really particular about like what, what, what product what, you use and yes. what we do. Like yes. you can't go outside without having his hair dry and his hair done. Like it's a big thing. It's yeah. a big thing. There's a lot it's of a lot. things with Caribbeans and you know, like you can't go outside with your hair wet. That's it. Why? Oh my god! Because you'll catch cold. cold in your head. Cold. Oh yeah. And then they talk about yeah. things like. You know, if you if your back's hurting or your foot's hurting, oh, you've got wind in your back. Yeah. You hear that saying. I said to my mum, like, time. do you realise what you're saying? You're saying that there's <laughs> an air bubble in my back. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. You've got too much time on your hands. These Jamaicans, I'm not going to lie. They have. Have you heard of soft candle? Soft have candle? Have you heard of soft... Yeah. No. So in St. Lucia, they use soft candle for everything. If you've oh. got a bump, bruise, 
anything, anything. If you've got a chest it? infection. What is, it? what is in it? What it's like, it? it's like, I think it's just paraffin or, or wax, but it's yeah. really soft and mm -hmm. you like melt it and you basically put it with, I don't know, whatever oil it is and you rub it on it and mm. it, it's supposed to heal. Heal, But yes. honestly, whatever you've done, like everybody always goes, yeah, get, get a bit of soft candle for that. <laughs> <or> that. <laughs> Fucking like this is like the wonder drug. <laughs> Shut up, a bit soft candle. You're yeah, right. You know, all for the natural remedies <coughs> and all that kind of stuff. But you hear some. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear some mad things, and I feel like my family being from Jamaica, I hear it, and then being brought up here, I'm like, I have to question. I'm like, mm, yeah. Do you, do you see the logic of what you're saying? Yeah, I know because I do go out with my hair wet sometimes, like probably everybody does, and I've never really got a cold. But I'm so afraid to say, "Oh, I've never got a cold." Yes, well, I've don't say it. Hair. No, don't ever. I've never said it. It's like no. things that your parents say to you. I remember when you. I was young. Ah, huh? sorry. It's things when you're young, your parents say to you, and you just take it as that's what it is. Yeah, yes. red. And like it's that's only when it you get a bit older, like with the girls, like Lola has a shower every morning, so her hair's wet in the morning, really. And I'm like, but mm. you can't go outside with wet hair. <laughs> And she's like, why? And I'm like, look, actually, you can't. <laughs> you, yes, actually, you probably can. But, well, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't want to get a clip around the neck. The thing I used to hear a lot when I was younger is you can't, you have to wear knickers all the time because you'll catch cold in your fanny. Oh, really? How? <laughs> How? Is your fanny sucking up air? I don't know. I don't understand. This is the one thing, always. So if I ever oh, told my nan that I went commando, she would probably pray for me or something. Pray for you, yeah, definitely. Pray for you. Yes. Pray for you. Pray I mean, we got, we got the clean knickers one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In case yeah, the bus runs to. you over. Yes, In case yes. the bus runs you over and you have to go to hospital. And it's like you've invented this whole, like, scenario <laughs> yeah. that's going to happen to me if I don't wear clean knickers. But basically. I would have to worry, if I run over... Uh, I get run over. Is that person going to come and check my knickers? Yeah. And they are. There's a problem. We need to call the police because no one should it. be checking your knickers. Yeah, I love it. I just love all those little old wives' tales. They're hilarious. They are oh. really funny. They yeah. are. So what? What? So how has it been being a midwife in? In I know it's probably a difficult conversation in COVID times. Oh yeah, because of the change. home. Home birthing. Yeah, thing. It's, it's it's changed massively. Yeah, hasn't it? so um, I was actually off for a period of time when COVID first started, and then came back to work kind of as they were starting to make changes. So for our um, trust, we had cancelled. Well, not cancelled. We changed some of. Well, we did cancel a couple of appointments, but we changed some to virtual appointments. Yeah. Um, and some face to face now. For a midwife, we don't like the whole virtual appointments. Like, we need yeah. to see our women. We want to make yeah. sure, you know, you are okay and stuff like that. But we understand that we can't have women come in unnecessarily all the time to um, appointments. And mainly the ones that had been um, changed, the ones that we would normally give to first-time mums only anyway. Yeah. So we thought it would be better to do that. But I always stress to my ladies that, even if you haven't got a face-to-face -face appointment, if you are worried about anything, there is yeah. always somewhere to go. Yeah. So we have a maternal assessment unit, which I kind of see a bit like a, an A&E for pregnant women. 
So once you get to 16 weeks, if you've got any concerns like your baby's not moving, you're having kind of, you know, pain or um, you just feel really unwell, they're like, you go up, you can be checked, there's a doctor, it's like an emergency kind of thing. Yeah. So our appointments are obviously routine, but they have that emergency kind of setting that they can go to if they need to. Um, so some women feel a bit more reassured by that and that they can call us at any time. Um, but I do, what I do find really hard is that I'm a touchy feely person. So when you have a woman and you know, sometimes, you know, you get, you do get down, like you've had a baby, your whole world has changed. Um, I like to like give them a hug and stuff. And it, there was one day I was there and I'm like all PP'd up. So you've got your mask, you've got your visor, you've got your apron, you've got your gloves. And this woman was like crying. I'm like. I want to hug you, uh, should I, you know, and you, you, you doubt yourself and have to ask, do you mind if I hug you kind of thing? She's like, yeah. So she's hugging me and her face is on my plastic. It was just really wrong. But at least you got some contact. But I, and then no no father's been allowed in is another one because you've got to then, I guess, be in a room and maybe delivering some difficult news Mm. to just, the mother, which is really difficult. I but can't yeah, even imagine it, that. Yeah, um, we when lockdown first happened, the da- the dads weren't allowed up at all. Um, but then they've kind of opened up restrictions slightly, so the partners can now attend scans at Denmark yeah. Hill. Um, so that's kind of really good, and they can stay with their partners all through labour. Um, but on the postnatal ward, we've now got a visiting times for partners now, and it's only the one partner. So. Before, right. you'd get ladies that will have, like, their partner and a womanly figure, so whether yeah. a mum or a sister, yeah. and, aunt, and they'll swap out, like, you know. Yeah. But obviously that can't happen anymore, so that birth partner has to be the one person that has right. to be consistent. Um, <laughs> and even on the postnatal ward, they just want that one person only, so they're not introducing different people. So yeah. I think there's a lot of pressure now on the dads because they don't get a break properly, they don't get somebody else to offload on and stuff like that. So yeah. that can be, that can be um, really hard. But we really do what we difficult. can. Yeah. yeah. God. Because I, I can remember going, because I had, I was like, Idris was an IVF baby. And um, so I was always going to have a cesarean. I think it's something to do with where they put the embryo. It's it's quite low down. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. The, the pregnancy is lower down. So you can't have a, a, a normal natural birth. So um, I went to a, a routine appointment. Mm-hmm. And I felt fine. I was great. I was like, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fab. Having a great time. Really enjoying pregnancy. And they were like, I oh, know you've got to go into hospital. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you've got preeclampsia. Oh. And I was like, really? So I spent, mm. I spent my last, I think it was three weeks in hospital. While everybody else was giving birth, I was still sat there. Still there. <laughs> yeah. Still there. But the blood still pressure there. ones are hard because we need to keep it under control because potentially yeah. if it's not under control you can have a fit you can have a seizure yeah. no i didn't realize yeah yeah if it's really if it's high and then that if you think if you're having a seizure you're not getting oxygen in your baby's not getting oxygen either so it's That's really what dangerous so you know was, they yeah they yeah they Scary. do lots of monitoring um with ladies with high blood pressure so we're checking the baby's growth because obviously high blood pressure can affect the baby's um ability to get obviously good blood supply and the placenta might not work as well so if the growth becomes static or falls off then literally you're you're you might as well reside in the hospital they're just going to keep you yeah. there until the baby's at a good enough kind of gestation to be born um, yeah. did they give you like steroids to help the baby's lungs and stuff or do you remember yeah i think i had that and then um 
and it was one one day that the consultant came in and he said right we're gonna um we're gonna have to take you down to be you know it's gonna have to be an emergency cesarean mm-hmm. and i was like oh well you're just giving me a ham sandwich and they were like and he was like well we can't take you down now so we'll have to do it yeah. the next day but i um I literally, um, I my, but by that time my feet had swelled and my hands yeah. had swelled up, and that mm-hmm. was the only, I think that was the only um, kind of realization I had that I was, you know, not well. Mm-hmm. And then it was, it was really, it was just really difficult because then we were really excited about the birth, and Marvin was in there with his fucking camera. Arthur would never forget <laughs> this. And, um, like, and it wasn't like a, a like a little camera. It was like a big fucking camera. Like, like some photo shoot to, going on. Yeah, like a photo shoot. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in this, like, obviously it's got like a veil thing, and mm-hmm. I'm one side. He's the other side of this camera, and everybody's like, you know, milling around. And Idris was born, and that's when Marvin decides to get really excited and start slapping away. <laughs> wow. But by that time, they had realised there was something wrong with me and Idris. Okay. Uh, Idris wasn't breathing. Mm-hmm. He was, um, he was like, grunting. Yeah. So he wasn't yeah. breathing at all. So they rushed him off. Mm-hmm. I think my... Um, my blood pressure had gone to 177 or something, so I was rushed... Back to the fucking another ward mm-hmm. where somebody had to sit with me for like 48 yeah. hours and I didn't got see HD, Probably HDU or intensive but, care. Yeah. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, it was so scary. And then I didn't yeah. see Idris for ages. Yeah. For ages and ages. Wow. It was, um, yeah. And he, he, apparently he'd stopped breathing at that point And is it the, the he wasn't getting enough oxygen. Mm-hmm. So it was literally, he, he, Though they did say he was on the cusp of, yeah, they thought he yeah. might have been brain dead. Oh. So it was like, but he's not oh. brain dead. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's eating out the treat box, so he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. But it's like so many things can go wrong in like such a split second. Yep. I didn't, I didn't honestly realise. I just yep. did not understand or appreciate. Yep. Yeah, no, you, that, I mean, that, you do deal with that is, difficult situations. That is something that can happen in, obviously, pregnancy and labour. You just don't know how it will turn out. And this is why I always tell my ladies, you know, not to have fixed birth plans. Yeah. Because yeah. that is just setting you up for failure. Because, you know, you have ladies that come in like, right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have it in the pool. And this is going to happen. And I'm going to do this. And then they got it all set out. And then... You know, you, they go into labour and then their water's breaking, it's bright green, you know, dark green. The yeah. baby's pooed in the water, so automatically, you can't go in the water now. You have to be That's what you had, isn't it? Yeah, Amy? that's exactly what I had. For yeah. my first, I was going to have Lola at the Barking Time, is it? in On the Isle of Dogs, there's a birthing centre. Okay. I was there in the pool hours and then they had to break my waters and she pooed in me, so I had to go to hospital. But this is it. This is what happens. It, it happens. And like, you know, and so... I find that women will sometimes feel that they've done something wrong and then they have blame on themselves. And then it it kind of leads into, you know, it can go down to the depression route and all of that. And, you know, I don't want you to kind of set yourself up for failure like that. So I just say to ladies, you have birth preferences. So things that you would like to try, not to try, be very open-minded and deal with each situation as it comes. So, you know, you will, we all start in the same place and we end kind of in the same place with our babies. But your journey there is very different from one person to the next. Yeah. 
So you just have to kind of like, you know, you know, take one step at a time, really. Yeah. But then to be fair, oh, I think most amazing. people, like, I just wanted the baby out and for everything to be okay. Like nothing went yeah. the way that I want. Well, I would have liked it to have gone. I wanted to have water birth with both. The second yeah. one I was going to have at home and we hired mm-hmm. the pool, flooded mm-hmm. the kitchen. I didn't even, wow. I didn't put one foot in that fucking pool <laughs> because it oh, never got God. to the point. Again, they had to, it went on for so long and they were like, you've got to come in and we'll have to break your waters. And Juno pooed in me as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so god! You have shitters. I had, yeah, and they're still shits. But <laughs> I, but I was just like, you know, I just want it to be over with now because it's yeah. just been a long time. And as long and mm. as long as they're fine and you're fine, that's all that mm-hmm. matters. Yeah. But obviously, well, exactly, exactly. You don't know what emotional yeah. state you're going to be in, so mm-hmm. it can be hard for some I mean, people. It can, and also like I've had a couple of friends like this. This is horrible, but um, when they get to the last stages, but the the baby's no longer there, like you know, it's not got a heartbeat, mm. and it like I I've been I've, I think I've been to about two funerals now where that's oh. happened, and that I just I I couldn't even imagine no. what that feels like for yeah. um for for a woman to have to give yeah. birth. And then, you know, go through all of that. Yeah. And then something yeah. like that happen. And it, it's, it's also it's hard for the midwives as well. Because yeah. I've been with a couple of yeah. ladies in similar situations. And, you know, even though it's our job, we still hold on to that. And you remember it. And you yeah. remember them. And you want to yeah. really help them and, and, and be there for them. And try and respect as much as you can. So I've had a lady who came in, in labour. Um, it was her third baby. She had two boys already. And this was like her baby girl. And um, we could not find a heartbeat, so we had to get the doctor to come in, and they had to use an actual scanning machine to double check, and there was there was no heartbeat. But she was literally in active labour, so she still had to push this baby out. Um, and it was so incredibly sad. Like you know, this baby was born, and we kind of cleaned her, we dressed her, we you know we still have to do yeah. all the things that we we need to do. Yeah. We gave her time to be with the baby. It was it was so sad. Like I yeah. even had to go off in a sluice room and just have a little cry myself. Yeah. You know, it was just yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just you know, we can take pictures and footprints and you know do yeah. as much as we can to support ladies. Um, but like you know, we we try and drum into women. You know, every appointment if the baby's movements change. You know, it used to yeah. be ten kicks, but we don't even say that anymore. If you have a pattern that you're you're used to and your baby's not doing the pattern that you would be used to, go in, get it checked yeah. out. Or even if you feel something in your gut doesn't feel right. Sometimes as mum, we get intuition. Yeah. And if yeah, you feel do. something's not right, go in just for reassurance. They, they, you know, they shouldn't be sending you away. They should just even just check. Yeah. You know, they could yeah. be, we could catch that baby before, you know, something you know, kind of major is going on. So, you know, just to try and prevent that, especially when you're getting over 37 weeks, your baby's term. Your baby's yeah. able to yeah. come out, so yeah. I know I mean, you must have seen you must have seen some really tight. I mean, Idris was I can't remember what, he was five pounds something. Oh. He was tiny, oh. um, but you must have seen some like like they're like sugar bags, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah, tiny. yeah. We get some really tiny ones. Yep, definitely. What's the earliest um, I you've had? Like a baby born uh, at the earliest. 
See, normally when we know a baby's coming that's quite early, um, this woman will go straight into the hospital and they have to prepare like NICU units and make sure that there's a, yeah. a bed for this baby to go in. So we've had cases where a baby is imminent and there isn't space in the hospital that this woman's delivered in. So we have to transfer this baby out to okay. another unit that can manage that baby's care. So being in the community, we don't. I don't normally have to be involved in those yeah, okay. kind of ladies because I'm normally low risk women that want to have yeah, babies yeah. at yeah, home. Of course, and then yeah. if they, if they, you know, for, like for example, if waters break and they end up going in, then we'd follow them in and then continue looking after yeah. them there. So if a lady is anticipating to have a preterm delivery or yeah. we know something's wrong, this woman wouldn't be normally with us still. They might have transferred them to the hospital. Yeah. Can you have multiple or... births at home? Or is it just one baby? We try not to. We yeah. try our best. Not, we really don't want to. The problem is the problem's not the first baby. It's the second twin. Because yeah. oh. once the first one comes out, there's too much space. And then the second yeah. twin can move. Oh. <laughs> and that is what is the problem. Because oh. they could be head down. And then it's like, oh, my twin's gone. Let me just go sideways. And then you've got problems. Yeah. You don't want a cord coming out first or, no. you know, yeah. an arm. So, yeah. we, you know, you really want that second twin to be anchored in one place. You know, yeah. I've seen um, twin delivery on the unit. So we try and keep them in the hospital just in case. Yeah. Um, and she had a vaginal delivery for the first one. And like the second one, you're trying to hold her abdomen so it stays, <laughs> stays in the same position. And like they, if, if they're in their own sack, then you need to manually break the waters and try and keep them there so they lower themselves into position so it can be kind of a bit wow. a bit full-on um, but yeah this lady would, she would, did amazing would you say that it's a great profession to get into what you do it is <laughs> but the nhs i don't oh as you just have so many challenges that you just yeah. you know what i mean like resources or the equipment or money there's always some yeah. other factor um we work long hours we're all constantly yeah. working over our hours we don't always yeah. get paid for it no. it's just you know you come into this profession because you care and you want the best for women you don't come into this profession for money or yeah no. do you know what i mean you know so um like i was sitting there talking to wayne about this um earlier and i was thinking if phoebe ruby said to me they wanted to be midwives i was thinking whether i would deter them or will i would say yeah right. do it. yeah um you know um I don't really know, but I love I love my job. I can't think of yeah. myself doing anything else, to be honest with you. So, what do you actually do now? You just you just basically deal with so everyone else. I, now I'm I am based um, with Princess Royal. Um, so Princess yeah. Royal and Kings are kind of one foundation trust. So I'm now with Princess Royal, but I'm based in the Beckenham Beacon, so in the Beckenham area, which is close to home. Yeah. Um, and I manage a um, a community team. So it's not quite a home birth team, but we have clinics for antenatal care. Uh, we do have on calls for any home births and then we do postnatal care so me managing the team I'm making sure that we have staff into couple clinics um, making sure that you know annual leave is sorted sickness uh, reports are done yeah. um, and just kind of like if women have complaints and things it comes to me but I also take part in actual the day-to-day -day. so I will do clinics as well and I will do visits I do have on calls as well so kind of doing a bit of what i was doing before but maybe on a bigger scale yeah so um yeah so you don't have like um when you're in a home birth team you have a smaller caseload of women because you literally yeah. do all of their care you do their antenatal care you're there for them in labor you do postnatal care as well but with an actual team it's the the amount of women is just too many you couldn't do that so it's all clinic yeah. no. based um and now due to COVID, and you're, and you're going and you're going to kent aren't you are you still going to be in the same 
Yeah, Stop, so or... um, I spoke to my manager about this day that, oh, we are planning to move because I think I'm in a bit of denial that I'm going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's just like, I don't think Wayne is. You need to pack, you need to pack. And I was like, uh, I don't He's tomorrow. on it, isn't he? He's I on it, he's on it. Oh, if, it if, if it wasn't for him, I don't know where I would be because he is just like, out of the two of us, he's like, I've got a plan. We got a mission. We got to get to here, and he just like goes for it. Oh, and man. I'm just like this person at the back going, mm, "Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Yeah. Mm, you know." I want to have for dinner first. Do you know have what you I mean? You know, I'm like, um, so we want to go after Christmas okay. because I want the kids to finish their last kind of term yeah. at school. Yeah. Um, and I found we found a school in Kent for them to kind of go to. So they said they would let us know nearer the time. I hope there's still a space because I can't have them at home anymore because my room was enough. No. No, no, can't do that. No. Um, no. So, yeah, so hopefully after Christmas, really. <gasps> oh, so Amazing. I know. I know. Scary, uh, scary. So I'm hoping is. to kind of, I might commute in to work and see how that goes. Yeah. Um, it's I've been looking to see commute, if they have other jobs. Um, so it's kind of straight down the M20 and then you kind of get to... Oh, what will you like, drive? Cuppy. Pardon? Will you drive? Oh, I suppose you have to. Oh, yeah, you have to. You have to because you yeah, have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. Oh, also, yeah. the train the train prices are like, you'd have to remortgage your house to get on the train. <laughs> it's something <laughs> like six, £700 a month. Wow. From Kent yeah. to London. No, that's all right. So but that, that's just ridiculous. like nursery fees that I was paying recently. And then yeah. lockdown happened and I was like, yeah. oh, wait, you're <gasps> daddy daycare now. Yes, you can save money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> oh, he, he said you did. He said he did all the work and you didn't do anything. Well, <laughs> you know what? I, I might give him that because like I, I kind of see it like, you know, all those times in the beginning when he first yeah. started his music and I, I was before we had kids and I say to him, you know, I'll support you with whatever, you know, you need to do. And yeah. we don't have children at the moment. So, you know, if it doesn't work out, I could carry us both. That's basically what I said to him. Yeah. Wow. And he was, he's lucky. He's lucky. So anyway, he's, he's very really, lucky. obviously done his he's music. very lucky. And he's done really well with his music and everything. But like, you know, when he was going abroad and things like that, I'd be like, right, yeah, do your thing. So I was in like single parent, like not to, you know, disrespect yeah. all these single parents out there. When you're not used to it and then you have yeah. to be it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. The amount of times I call my mom going, oh my God, how do people do this? <laughs> you know, trying to juggle. Get me out of this. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You know, juggling children and, you know, keeping your house going and you're working as well. So, um, you know, he would swan off and come back like two weeks all like smiling in my face. Yeah. And I'm like, you've been... And then he'll send me pictures of Bastard. him like a kangaroo. Why have you got a kangaroo in your picture? I'm here cleaning up your children's shit and mess and trying to work. And you're sending me kangaroo. Mm. Or a picture so, of his meal. Yes, his meal, exactly. Drinks, and cocktails. I'm like having beans on toast because I can't be bothered. I'm too tired. Yeah. So, um yeah, so I let him kind of like do what he needs to do, and like I always kind of held the fort and and manage childcare and you yeah. know make sure that it would keep going. And then oh, when COVID happened, <laughs> and all his gigs were like cancelled, you know, I don't, I didn't laugh in his face, but I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's a shame. Oh, you've got the kids now, but you know it makes sense, you know. So, <laughs> so in the morning I get ready and I skip out the. I bet you do. I bet you do. Oh and like, God. you know, and like, there's times I've come home and he looked frazzled. He looked like, 
Shell Mr. Cool Car, Rosca, 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 like rubbing his head like your kids. <laughs> He runs off to be studio as soon as I get in. He's like, I've got work to do. And then I'm just like, what's going on? (laughs) So, yeah, it has worked out really well, really, really well for us. So, um, yeah, that's how we've managed to kind of save up and pay off stuff and kind of look kind of, you know, to other um, with the new house. So, yeah, we're not paying um, Phoebe's after school club and breakfast club. We've saved on that. And then Ruby was in a nursery and I managed to get her her 33 hours in an actual school and so she oh, started that and then she was only there for Brilliant. three days and then lockdown happened so we didn't actually see the benefit of that because oh. then <laughs> they were home for like nearly six months yeah. but um all that time we realized that we obviously you know we were paying like over a grand on childcare yeah. home, so we're yeah. able to save um that Brilliant. now um and now he's saying to me oh you know I don't know if I, if we, you know, things opened up and we were doing gigs again. I don't know how that would be abroad anymore. I don't know because the world has changed. And yeah. so he's looking at other ways to kind yeah. of, you know, support yeah. us and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I just keep doing what I'm doing. Like nothing's really changed for me. I'm still going to work and yeah. coming back, but he does all the cooking yeah. now. Hence the reason I like, you know, I kiss better than I cook. <laughs> he, he's doing, he's doing all of the cooking and, and like he sorts the kids out and I have to take my hat off to him. He's done. He's done so well. He just gets on with it. I'll come home yeah. and be like, yeah, the kids' clothes have ironed. I've even ironed your uniform. Right, I've just, like, just, you know... just be careful what you say because he could put this on record and every time that you have an argument, he could just play it. So we will we'll big him up, but, but not too much. But the thing is, that's what he should do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it shouldn't be an amazing thing that a man does what a, a father, yeah. father and a parent should do and a partner should do, but... Obviously, yeah. it is lovely that he does because it's quite rare. Yeah, but yeah. it shouldn't be. It definitely but... is. It definitely yeah. is. I I can it take is. my hat off to him. He will get on and just do whatever needs to be done. Like yeah. I've never had a situation where it's like, oh, you know, this is your job. I so can't you have do, to do it. it. Oh, yeah. the only thing I have put in place, I said to him, I do not touch the rubbish bin. You put the rubbish <laughs> bin out every week. That is your job and your job only. Right. So if he forgets, I'm like. Mm. He's like, can't you put it's the rubbish bin? It's not my job. Out? Yeah. So when he tells me, oh, couldn't I put the rubbish bin out? I was like, well, can you nah. cut the kids' hair? No. <laughs> well then. Finish. Did you give birth? Yeah. That was, did you give birth? That was my only thing with my ex was like, can you just put the rubbish out? But what he used to do was just push it down constantly. And then when the time <laughs> oh. came for him to take it out, the bag would always split and then he'd have a nervous breakdown. Yeah. So the one thing. I like about the fact that we're no longer together is that I just deal with the rubbish and it just gets yeah. taken out yeah. when it's full and there's never any mess and yeah. never any drama. So even though I don't it like doing smell. it, I, it's much better now because I just get on with it. <laughs> oh, but this is Wayne. Wayne's on it. Yeah. Wayne's on it. Wayne, yeah. yes. Wayne seems like he's on, he's, he's, he's got it all covered. <laughs> but I think he enjoys it. Covered. Like, from, from his social media posts and everything, he obviously loves being a dad, doesn't yeah. he? Like his yeah, comments and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's very, he's very funny, but he obviously enjoys it. Yeah, and that's I nice think because he. I think he wants to make a difference because obviously him growing up, he didn't have his dad around. Yeah. So yeah. I feel that sometimes it's a case of like he wants to break the cycle. He wants to be there for his kids because his dad wasn't there for him, and yeah. he wants to us both be present in their life growing up. Like yeah. I was very fortunate. Like my mom and dad. Um, have been together from before I was born. They're still together. They've been married over 30 years. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, they've been together such a long time that I see yeah. that as a normal. 
Yeah, Whereas he, yeah. when I met him when we were we were really young, he didn't know what it was like to have both parents around, and I think it was a bit strange for him to kind of see that way of working. And even now, um, you know, we've been together twenty one years. <gasps> oh wow. <gasps> Yeah, I know. You get, you can get. You need a medal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should trade him in there. <laughs> but um, he has such a good relationship years. with my mum and dad, and I think it's so it's really really lovely. Yeah. Um, to have that, so I think he just wants to kind of be there for his kids and take a part, yeah. like you know, when it comes to like school projects and stuff. <laughs> I remember Phoebe had to kind of make um. A, a model of Stonehenge or something like that. And he's like, yeah, what do you do with this? You know, I was just like, don't worry, leave it. I will sort her out with that. But he makes sure she does her homework. And, you know, um, if there's any problems, he'll go and speak to the teachers and stuff like that. So I have to kind of tell it's him good. to approach them nicely. Because That's you know Wayne's face. Wayne has that face, you know. It's like, I, I'm screwing you, even though I'm, I'm all right with you. But you don't no, know that. I always, I always deal with the school. Marvin doesn't deal with the school. No, so I'm not? always afraid. No, because I'm always afraid of what he's going to say. Like, what, 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 yeah, but I don't have how? a choice. He has to do it because like I'm, I don't do the pickups. So I'm yeah. like... Can you just ask about this? And I'm like, Wayne, remember, just be tactful. <laughs> don't don't raise your voice. Just just say, go, yeah, I'm all right. And then he'll come back for like a few weeks and go, I think she's avoiding me. You think? Yeah. You think? You think? <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> and oh, even Phoebe's no. like, I don't want daddy to speak to my teacher. <laughs> huge personality i oh, i think you. you're brilliant yeah. and i i would love to have you at my birth i think you're fantastic um yeah. and i you know wish you all the best in kent yes yes so thank you kent. very much thank you thank you so uh, but you know we'll be down in london our family's down here so we'll be back and forth like a yo-yo i think yeah well hopefully we can meet up with the kids that would be hilarious yes yes, yes. go to the park that's social that. distance as boris says social distance yeah yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe next year. Next year, yeah. Bring a flask. We we'll sit in the park. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like drunkards. I'll bring my. I'll bring some cake. Yeah, I'm making. Oh, and bread. Yeah, and bread. Oh yeah, bread. I'm gonna put it in in a minute. <laughs> thank you so yeah, much. Thank you so much. That's all right. Thank you for having me. Um, I was oh, a bit nervous about this. I don't normally do this kind of thing. What? Yeah. Oh, I think you're brilliant. Yeah. I think you've got a career. To be honest. Really. Yeah. Oh my god, if, I think if if the fannies don't work out for yeah. me, I'll yeah. come. And <laughs> <laughs> you bring it back to a fanny at some oh, point. Oh I'm sorry, I'm I'm a midwife, come on, that's all we talk about, you know. I like talking about fannies. Yeah, she yeah. likes to talk about exactly. she's always talking about her period. Her yeah. period features oh. every week. Really? Mine doesn't. Yeah. So we didn't yeah. even have period this week, but you've mentioned it now. Yeah, yeah there okay. we go. <laughs> She's, she'll, she'll mention it in a minute or hormones that's what she says oh it's my hormones oh dear oh dear and then she's doing it about Lola oh yeah she had a headache yeah but it's her hormones oh, wow. oh. <laughs> I need some advice about hormones in children like Phoebe's the what seven turning eight I don't know what's going on with her things start to change start happening oh god yes yep. yes actually she said to me the other day oh my nipples a bit sore wayne had a panic attack yeah. oh, Caroline, you need to oh my god oh, 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 you can't deal with this like, seriously i was like don't worry 
sorry. Come, love. Come, let me see. <laughs> but they, I think they start yeah. to smell a bit more, don't they? They start to sweat, and that's yep. when you know that that's all yep. part of the yeah, development. It, all, honestly, it stinks now. It all starts around, like, this age. Lola's had... Wow. I've got her deodorant a year ago, I think. Her boobs are starting wow. to hurt her. She's having pains yes. in her groin area. Really? She keeps crying. Oh, I'm not ready for this. No. It's the joys, the joys. Oh, oh the joys. more stories, I bet you. Yeah. Oh. oh, I think go and get another wine or another gin maybe before that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, ladies, I'm off to go and bake me bread, oh, but have okay. a lovely yeah, Saturday. You too. Sunday? Oh. Yeah, because oh. it'll come out Sunday. on Sunday, won't it? Fatted. Oh. Yeah, but we never... We're pretending. Yeah, we never say that. No, we never say Have a nice <laughs> we weekend. We never ever say that, to be fair. <laughs> and, we didn't, and we didn't make Caroline do the seal clap. What's that? Oh, the clap. Oh, yeah, but no, we what just clap? started, didn't we? It's all right, I'll figure it we out. We just started. She'll oh. figure it out. I'll figure She's it out. I don't, even, I'm not I don't even know what you're talking about. No, I no neither do I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, take oh. care, oh. ladies. All right, bye. see you. Bye. Take care, bye. bye. So I text her yesterday to ask yeah. for a picture for the artwork, and they've, they have moved. I had Christmas oh, at home, yeah. and now they have moved. But she's like, <laughs> she's off work now for a bit. But she's like, but I've got the kids here now because obviously all the schools are shut yeah. now, aren't they? Yeah. So she's like, I'm gonna have to spend my holiday with my kids. <laughs> I know, but that's how I feel. I was like that. I was like waiting for the. Um, waiting for the announcement. I think everybody else in Kent and South London yesterday were waiting for the government announcement, weren't they? Because they weren't, they weren't in the closures. It was only yeah, because uh, they shut like twenty-two out of thirty-two or something, didn't they? Yeah, but now they've just true. said it's just everyone. Now it's blanket cut, yeah. which I think is is sensible. I it's mean, such a, everyone's so on top of each other. It doesn't make sense to, you know. It's like well, when they what? didn't announce Redbridge where we are. It's like. How the fuck? Everywhere around us is shut, and but we're they, but, quite bad. But they, but it's, but it's based on character. It's based on so many different categories, and what they weren't doing was releasing the information to make that decision. So although yeah. our our figures are actually going, our infection rate is going down, but our death rate has remained the same for quite a while. So obviously right. that has something to do with it. But I mean, ours was a mistake. Redbridge was actually a mistake. Oh, no. It has it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I, like if you just think about our situations with schools, like you drop your kids to the gates, and yes, there's a staggered times for everybody, but you're still like it's like bottleneck. You can't, you can't yeah. get. You've got to get your kid in to get out again. Yeah. There's yeah. no way they can police that outside. It's just no. impossible. No. It's impossible it is, for yeah. schools and it's impossible for the local authorities, I think. So just yeah. doing another week or so, I don't think it's going to make any difference to the kids. No, let, let, let I'd, be off. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, well, I work from home, so it's not a big inconvenience for me. But, and I guess a lot of people are working from home now anyway, aren't they? Yeah. So I guess, I mean, obviously it's hard because they're here and you've got to work. But whatever. The most important thing is everyone being all right, and it. Yeah, and and, and they're I'm just so over you know it what? all. I, I just think, like in the whole scheme of things, like I know from my situation, it. I'm actually looking forward to. Um, I loved Christmas. Christmas was, was amazing for me, but I'm actually looking forward 
just in time with Idris that I can take him out and just do some, like, get him on his bike, get him walking. Yeah, Christmas yeah. is so, like, it's so busy. There's lots of food and there's lots of, yeah, yeah. you know, like, watching, eating. You know, like, like, I want to, you know, I want to get back to, like, a little bit of normality. And it gives, it gives us a little bit of space to do it, I think. Yes, yeah, definitely. Not into straight yeah. into school. I haven't even got him his trousers. He split half of them on <laughs> last term. Do you know, she's, she's had a massive growth spurt. I don't know if her uniform's going to fit her. She is she's, big, though. You, we went for a walk with Nicole the other day, and she's nearly as tall as Nicole. I know. Well, <laughs> the, you lot are really small, though, aren't you? I mean, we are all midgets. But, but Lola, I was like, when, I, when I saw Lola in the picture, I also thought, Jesus Christ, she has shot up again. I wondered yeah. if the tights I got her were going to fit her. They fit Juno. Shut up. Honestly. Nic- Lola's in age 13 to 14 clothes now. Did the, and did Juno's the in 9 to 10. Yeah, the outfit's perfect. Yeah, because that's oh like my a size God, eight. That's but I had, crazy. I bought her a load of clothes for Christmas. So I had to send them all back and get. I got her like eleven to twelve, and she's had to get her thirteen to fourteen. Yeah. Oh my God, it's crazy. She's quite tall, isn't she? I think. Well, you say that, but we all thought Angelica was tall, and she stopped growing when she was eleven, and she's five foot okay. two. Oh bless her! <laughs> Never know. This is my niece. <laughs> but yeah, know. but I mean, both. I mean, I'm short, and her father's short, sure. so. You know, <laughs> but they might they might be a surprise genetics yeah <laughs> but well, yeah it's oh. yeah did you have a lovely so, so amy i had a lovely christmas yeah i did have a lovely christmas yeah. i ate a lot but yeah i just i love christmas because i just love eating and seeing my family so yeah. obviously it wasn't as it usually would be but we were in contact a lot and yeah, I, I, just, I feel I'm, I'm lucky because I, we haven't, we haven't been affected too drastically by what's been going on. I mean, it was, we did have a sad Christmas because my uncle unfortunately passed away yeah. um, the day after Boxing Day, but he'd been in a home um, since the beginning of lockdown. Um, so it was kind of a bittersweet thing, really, I guess, because mm. it's, he, you know, he wasn't coming out of there and it's all just been very, very sad and very horrible, but um so that obviously was very upsetting, but it I think things like that just make you appreciate what you've got more, you totally. know. So I'm just grateful that my mum and dad are okay and my family are okay, and you know yeah. we're lucky enough to enjoy a Christmas this year. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, how about you? Did you have a good one? Yeah, awesome Christmas. Um, just Marvin and Idris and mum, and then you know just kind of. I mean, I do miss my I miss my mum. I do. I'm yeah. starting to really miss my mum. Because I haven't seen her, and she's not doing yeah, well. Yeah, of course. But um, I know that my brother and sister gave her a really good birthday because her birthday's on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like yesterday. I think it was the first time I ever did. Um, they Facetime it all like all over Christmas and New Year's and stuff. But I really felt like I I hadn't seen yeah. her for a long time. Yeah. And I think that's quite that's quite sad because I can't it is I can't sad. travel from here to there. You know, I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't risk it. I can't risk, yeah, can't yeah. risk giving my mum something, even if, even if she, you know, has had it. I can't, I just can't take that. Risk. Yeah, I can't yeah, take yeah, it with yeah. interest anyway. It's not, it's not fair on him because, yeah, they, like my brother was saying, they have got, they have got police down there and they are stopping people. Really? Yeah. Well, people are going down because they've got second homes, which is obviously legitimate. But you're, 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 you're supposed yep. to be in your 
you're home, aren't you? I yeah, guess. So, yeah, yeah. And then you're jeopardising because in 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 Wales, especially, but if it was anywhere else, I'd probably take a chance. But in Pembrokeshire, they've only got one hospital for a massive radius of people. Like you know, it's miles and mm-hmm. miles and miles. They don't have the hospitals like we've got here. You know, yeah. we've got a hospital every five miles or something, or every ten miles. They have got like one hospital every sort of seventy-five miles. So, it's it's you know you know thirty, forty miles. It's just not just speaking to. Yeah, it's not, and that. it's not. It, you can't. You'd never forgive yourself if anything happened. No. No. So um, it is sad, but fingers crossed. I'll see things soon. will start improving, and I'll yeah, you can get down there soon. I'll see the mad badger soon. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <bless her. laughs> Yeah, but enjoy. We we hope you enjoyed this. Um, yeah, we episode hope you enjoyed that because and we've it got is, yeah, we loved her. We we the whole family. We love the family, don't we? Yes, yeah, Rosca, Rosca, Rosca. But yeah, Oscar, next Oscar, week we've Oscar. got a superstar on. We've got Kelly the Rock next week, which is yeah, very Kelly exciting. I've still got Reddit that one. But yeah, happy new year to you all. We hope you all had all lovely Christmases and New Year. Yeah, and, and if you haven't listened to the mix that we posted that dj nikki did it's the she did it for the estelle radio show it's a two-hour thing there's two parts we've listened to it three times oh you? and danced for the entire honestly it's so good it's got everything on there it's got rare groove jungle garage funk it's so good bit of bashment, bit of bashment. it's really good it's i was doing it upside your head I can't twerk. Juno can twerk. She wouldn't show me though. But me and the girls were doing oops upside your head on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. I make wonderful. them suffer, I do. Oh, but yeah, Happy New Year to you all. Happy New Year. Big love. 2021 is a, a really good year for everybody. Yes, definitely. Bye. Uh, bye. 